Hello, and welcome to the Original Content Podcast. I'm Anthony Ha. I'm Jordan Crook. And I'm Daryl Etherington. Every week, we review a new streaming show or movie. This week, we are reviewing, I guess, the second part, not the second half, but the second part of Stranger Things 4. Um, before we get to that, we should maybe talk a little bit about Netflix's big news from the week, which had its earnings and that's when the company releases its subscriber numbers. Not always is super interesting, but the previous quarter was kind of this huge moment for the company where they revealed that they had lost subscribers, that they were projecting to lose even more this past quarter, and their stock like just completely cratered. They had to do layoffs. There's a lot of discussions about like a change in strategy, which we can talk about, um, and then. This most recent announcement, they did lose actually, I think the like lost the most subscribers they like have in like a decade or something like that. They, they yeah. lost 970,000 subscribers, but it was not the 2 million subscribers that they had projected. And they're also projecting that they'll actually start gaining subscribers again next quarter. So it seems like most people are like, okay, like this is not great but not as catastrophic maybe as it seemed before why were they losing subscribers to begin with i just like can't imagine being like oh yeah i'll just cancel my netflix i think it's just getting i I feel like there's price sensitivity and then other people are more i'm the same as you i'm like well you know whatever it's netflix i guess it's a permanent part of my life now Uh, i'm resigned to it but i think other people are not are not so sold and they actually need like the content side to come up. And I feel like they've just like missed a lot on content of like, they just don't have the same like, Oh, well I need this. Like they were always really good about doing the like same audience jumping from one show to the next and having it go in order. But now I think there's people that are like, they have a few like real mass appeal shows and then they have a bunch of little niche stuff. And then if you're like not addressed by one of those niche consistently, you're probably much more comfortable like putting it down for a while, especially as the prices keep going up. That's my read on it, but I don't know. Well, the add a home thing might help too, right? So I assume that'll like staunch some bleeding or it might hurt. Like people might quit altogether. I don't know. Well, and I'm curious about how they're going to report that. I don't know, Anthony, if you know any more about this, but like, will they, will they, report additional homes as additional subs or will they be like that's on one account still so that counts as one sub oh that's a good question so what you guys are talking about is that again there are a number of steps that netflix has talked about taking to to improve their business one of them is this idea that they're going to essentially crack down on password sharing um, and they're testing out uh, i think a couple different ways that they would approach that the one Mm -hmm. that seems to have gotten the most attention and, and be the most detailed and, and will likely come to the US in some form is essentially that, let's say that, you know, the three of us shared an account, um, then Netflix would detect that if, especially if you were in one location, if there were three households essentially, and they were doing it for more than two weeks, because if you travel and it's a short-term thing, I think they'll, they'll let that slide. Yeah. But if, if it's for more than two weeks, then they'll say, hey, it looks like you've got another household do you want to pay a couple extra dollars so that this extra household can also have access to your Netflix account? And um, I don't, I don't think they've said how they would report that from a financial perspective. I mean, it would obviously it would bring in more money, but w- I mean, well, presuming that, you know, people don't just quit angrily, it would bring in more money, but 
who know, I don't know whether that would just count that as whole subscribers or be like this many regular subscribers, this many, um, you know, additional subscribers as password sharing or something like that. Yeah. Cause like, for me, I was just curious about, cause I think they said they're going to like essentially claw back all of the losses they did this. I think they pro projected like a 1 million subscriber right. uh, win. And I was like, are they, are they saying that is part of the math or, or are they maybe cause the ad tier is supposed to launch. Is it supposed to launch between these quarters? Uh, ad tier is supposed to launch next year. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I was also thinking like, oh, maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll include those or whatever, but it seems like not like that's not part of it. So, but I'm also wondering, you mentioned too, like the, um, the last quarter projections and like that to me was like, did they, did they purposely uh, like more, be more dire in their project? Mm -hmm. I know that's kind of, you're not supposed to do that and that's market manipulation, I guess, but like, it seems like people do that sometimes and <laughs> Did they do that here to try to anticipate and like soften the blow once they announced that? Also, they it was like 1.3 million across North America, which includes Canada, right? So they that to me was like a more interesting number, not because I'm Canadian, but because it means like they lost like 400,000 subscribers or thereabouts or 350 something thousand subscribers in Canada alone which is mm. on a per capita basis is a tremendous loss, like massive, right? Compared to the loss in the States. So I thought that was curious. But, right. Uh, I mean, I think that part of what's also going on is this idea that Netflix has just potentially reached kind of the saturation point for a paid streaming service. Yeah. Um, and so you're, they're going to, they're sort of continuing to have kind of normal people dropping off and there's not enough new people to replace them potentially is, is maybe part of what's going on. I mean, if, if I look at the numbers, there's also some like weird cyclical stuff where it just looks like in general, Q2 is, is generally their weakest quarter. I don't really know why. Why wouldn't and it be the, no, it makes a lot of sense. If you're just thinking about like people who are super cost conscious, et cetera, like nobody is watching too much TV during the summer, right? I like you're so, out, yeah. your kids are at clubs and whatever. And like, if you're going to pause it for any season, that seems like the one to do it. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause that happened last year too. It was like that they were still growing last year, but it was like their slowest growth uh, quarter of the year. So um, yeah, I guess maybe just in general, people don't sign up for as much new stuff or are more likely to cancel. Uh, so that's, I think also part of why I think they would expect that, uh, you know, later this year, they'll, they'll start to see growth again, even if it's not quite at the pace that they would want. But mm -hmm. the ad thing is interesting, right? Because like right now, the volume doesn't really matter. It's not like one user subsidizes another, really. Mm -hmm. You would yeah. think like maybe in a small way, like server, you know, strength and stuff like that. Like if I'm just watching Netflix all the time and another person tunes into a show once a week, but we don't really subsidize each other. In Netflix's books, we're basically equal. We pay basically the same amount. And like, the ad thing is interesting because it starts playing into volume users more and like mm -hmm. valuing them more and they, they generate more for the company. So it'll be, it'll be even more complicated to kind of like measure Netflix's success. Cause it's not just this like one metric anymore, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what they're hoping for, right? Is to have yeah. a little more 
it's like people can leave, but if the people who stay are watching us 2X what they used to, then yeah. that starts to count for something, you know? Well, the, the other thing I'm really curious about is what they're going to, if if there's going to be any kind of like cannibalization from the ad supported tier, and if they anticipate that, right? Like that some of the people, people paying full price now will go down to the ad support. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they will. But I imagine they're thinking it's going to be kind of like net, New net neutral because yeah well net new wins but then also you have to you generate revenue on those ads so mm -hmm. every time someone goes from full price to uh ad tier you'd have to think that the unit economics account i bet for they that. make less on an ad supported user probably oh, but right, like it right. can't go all the way it's not like losing eight bucks a month right like right. it's probably closer to losing like four or five like yeah. they make up some of it back well we'll see what happens i think it's a i think they're in a kind of a scramble mode because they were like all right like i think they had a lot of these plans in the pipe but they didn't necessarily think they were going to have to like implement them this quickly whereas like i think they just had they thought maybe they had more room to grow mm -hmm. it turns out i nope, for one think they're big. totally in control of things i'm inviting them to disrupt and i oh they're can't great. wait to hear they're what they have to say about it they're not scrambling they're tech and media giants yeah just come and tell us about how smart just you come are. and talk about how great everything is going and we won't contest that we'll just be like it's we'll really just be good. like probably probably true next question <laughs> <laughs> i remember trying to get them for disrupt in past years and i felt like the vibe was very much like well why would we bother doing that so yeah maybe now they have a reason you gotta yeah, exactly. you gotta sell yourselves i mean yeah yeah you're great but also you have to sell yourself you're great but what why not do an extra platform of telling spreading some positive headlines platform. yeah that's yeah. right all right well <laughs> now that we've made our pitch why don't we move on to stranger things for part two um, I think for this, we can probably move into spoilers pretty quickly because I don't know that there's much point. For, I, I just no, think most people who are listening to this have, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. I think people who are listening have, have watched the whole fourth season, including these last two episodes. But um, maybe before we get into that, too deeply into spoilers, we can just recap kind of what we thought about the first half of season four and whether or not volume two lived up to what we were hoping for. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I didn't realize how many people were British in it. That's a good uh, compliment. <laughs> so <laughs> that's your main takeaway. <laughs> not pertinent to the show. Okay, <laughs> I'll go then. Uh, we did already talk about Stranger Things 4A. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I strongly suggest you do. Mm -hmm. I think the takeaways from that or that there was a lot that it was very indulgent in terms of like length and that the, there was a lot of stuff that could have been removed and daryl you brought up like the russia plot line yeah i think also there's the what's the guy's name with the super long hair that's in um that's in the funny movie with the with the girls oh the guy with the long hair and the, the surfer dude the, the oh, surfer dude pizza guy pizza guy sure Oh yeah, okay, that guy. Like there was a lot that was given yeah. to him that maybe didn't need to be. I also read an argument online that was like, there really wasn't any reason for them to go to California. Like all of the same things could have happened if you kept That's the true. van together, basically, which I agree with. I think having them in California was stupid and like 
it just played into a bunch of story arcs that weren't really necessary, like L getting bullied. You know, I know you're trying to put the pieces on the puzzle so that L can get captured again and like be taught again by Papa how to use her. But all that can happen in Hawkins. Like, there's no reason that has to be right. But were we talking about on this on the, he, this podcast that maybe they did it for more practical reasons of breaking up into like three separate filming units that would be easier to contain for COVID restrictions? Uh, I don't think we said that on. Well, maybe we did. I tend to Are go. Are you in talking about it on a different podcast? It's all possible. Or I was just talking about it in life. Sometimes I confuse the life and podcast. <laughs> That's possible. And that would maybe explain it, but I don't think it was best thing for the show. I mean, like, I think the show's strength is that you have these groups, you have this like group of 10 people that are kind of breaking off into threes and fours. And those are always like flexing and changing. And when yeah. you have like a clear division of like five are going to be here on one side of the country, another five are going to be over here you know it, it it loses some of the magic of like the swaps that happen and the the dynamic kind of nature of all of those relationships so that bugged me but here's the most important thing i have to say when we did 4a review i was like stranger things is a stupid show and i decided to just it's not a stupid show for a for a I finished it. So I was like three episodes in when we talked mm -hmm. and I just like kept coming back to it like nothing else on. I'll just keep watching it. And by the time I got to the end of it, I decided to go and rewatch the whole show from the beginning yeah. and like give it a proper chance, which I did. And the reason I think that that's important is because one, I don't think it's that stupid of a show anymore. However, the only thing that made that possible was the revelation of one and his origin story or mm. Henry or Beckna. Like, otherwise I'm like so annoyed because they're just like, Oh, there's the upside down. I'm like, okay. Dungeons and dragons. Like we'll give a monster a dungeon and dragon name. And like, it's a monster and it just happens. And this is what Hawkins all about. Like without any explanation of what the fuck's going on. Mm -hmm. And I need that. I can't go four seasons without that. So I was always like bothered by that. that. There's just this thing and you're like, what? yeah, it's like, oh, it's just supernatural is a thing. Like just do it. It's cool. It's fine. Like gloss over that part and lean into it. We still don't super know. Yeah, but we know enough. Like we at okay. least know where mind players coming from. We at least know why gates are opening. We understand the demodogs. We understand what the fuck Billy was doing. We understand like it the all... agency in the mess. We don't understand yes. why the mess exists, but we understand why there's agency in the mess. Like who's trying? Well, I'm much more comfortable believing that there's like a mystic badlands, just like people that, I mean, America has the highest concentration of people who believe angels exist. Like I could get on board with the fact that a mystic badlands exists. Mm-hmm. But like, why is it always coming at Hawkins to these like seven children? Right. Right. And like that now all makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's like the and Buffy place. That. Wasn't that why was the the Buffy place was like a hell mouth or something, right? Right. Same idea or similar yeah. idea, at least. Last thing I'll say is that I think Will is a pretty useless character, Yeah. especially if they're not going to make him gay. I think they are. I think they are. Well, they said that. I think it was the actor who plays Will said it's best if it just goes unsaid, like maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but we probably won't address it. 
Wow, that sounds dumb. Yeah, that sounds dumb. It sounds like something Marvel would make you do. So or maybe release the movie he's trying to throw us off the scent of it. Maybe. And then now that I'm a super fan, I also heard what Millie Bobby Brown said about how they need to kill people off and maybe not yeah. like the most recently introduced character. Like right. maybe Will could go. And on his deathbed, he could confess his love for Mike. Maybe all and that of would be go. powerful. And then they would just be like, oh, and now the nurses take over like in Scrubs season nine, eight, whatever that was. Never watched Scrubs. Huh. I mean, I've seen it on like syndication and stuff. There was the like, much derided last season where they were like, all the orderlies are the doctors now and all the other doctors are gone. And everyone was like, this is terrible. <laughs> Why did <laughs> you do this? <laughs> so they shouldn't do that, I guess. But it would be nice to see them. I mean, nice. And I I like that the show is, is like the anti Game of Thrones in some ways where it's like, oh, you know, the they, plot armor they, makes they it made unfun. it through. Yeah, like, I don't I'm know. I'm never worried about anyone. I'm not worried like, about anyone. Like even when they're all good... choking to death, I'm like, eh, you guys will find a way. Yeah. And not only will you find a way, but like I can actually see it. I can predict. I can see the way you find. The way you're going to be fine. Yeah. And so it's just watching what you know is going to happen. They had a lot of opportunity in this season to do that, and they just didn't take it. Like, they had people in very precarious situations where it's Mm -hmm. like, look, if somebody died in that situation, that totally makes sense. And I'm willing to buy it, and it's fine. Hopper could have been dead. Exactly. That would have been fine, too, because we all mourned it. Like, just let it be. Yeah. Or he could have died in Russia. Although, then it would have been like, why did you? Why did we bring him back in Russia? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you kill him twice? That's rude (laughs) and cruel. Yeah. And I mean, even when they faked Hopper's death at the end of season three, they didn't even let the season finale end with you thinking he's dead. They end on the clue that he's still alive. Yeah, that's yeah, right. totally. Yeah. Bullshit. It's a, Will it's a and Jonathan show. could die for me, and I would be Ooh. okay with it. Wow, you're just killing people. I hear choosing people. Well, you're killing these two brothers. So, yeah, Jonathan's a creep. He never should have gotten with Nancy. Wow. But, okay, it's good. I think you're probably right, actually. I mean, he was taking pictures of her hooking up with Steve through the window. Yeah, he's he's a like, weirdo. He's definitely weird in all the bad ways. And like, There's I don't so want to forgive that from earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't want to forgive that. And, and like, now he just became a pothead. And it's like, all right, well, I guess this is a character trait. Yeah, I don't know. And like the whole thing with Nancy at the newspaper, like, and she was like they don't treat me right i'm a girl which like i don't really condone the way she handled that because she was like i'll just break every rule and then when they fire me it'll be because i'm a girl it's like no probably because you broke every rule (laughs) but jonathan was like you don't understand how hard it is for me being poor but like he got every (laughs) chance at the newsroom and nancy was making coffee like they're just a terrible couple jonathan adds nothing let's ditch him yeah it's really like steve and then dustin yeah they're the two that really make the show and maybe erica yeah well then they could have brought in i feel like they could have saved some of the characters from this season and then traded them for the bad characters in the old season like i don't know what lives. you're saying exactly like i liked that new guy i thought he was all right the fake okay yeah let's British let's guy. not let's not get into what happens to eddie yet because we're not okay, spoilers okay. yet well, everyone knows. Well, it's kind of too late. And also, like, <laughs> what are you even doing? So you're saying you watched all of Stranger Things 4A 
And then it's been two weeks since B has been out and you haven't found the two hours to watch it. Like, well, to be know. fair, it's more like four hours. Well, whatever. I found yeah. time. The, the finale is two and a half hours long. Yes. And I think that what we were talking about for a, as Jordan calls it, um, all the episodes are too long, but it's all entertaining. So I didn't really mind. I thought the finale was the first episode where I really felt the length. And I was just like, Oh my God, this feels like it, this is maybe this is an hour, maybe an hour and a half of plot that's being yeah. stretched out over two and a half hours. And it just it felt like it had a lot of necessary. false endings to that one. Where it was yeah, like, oh, I don't know cool. why they didn't make it into four or five episodes. It would have been much more tolerable. Yeah. And this one felt uh, like they could have like the, all the other ones. I felt like, oh, that makes sense as an episode. Like it's actually a contained story. I understand why this is an episode. And this one was like. This is just everything you had left thrown together. I, I don't agree. I mean, I think it it makes sense as a self-contained unit in the sense that there's basically this plan, this final desperate plan to defeat the villain. And it's, the whole episode is basically about that plan, plus yeah. this weird epilogue that wouldn't really make sense as its own episode. I guess the epilogue can't live as its own. That's the part that right. I was like, this is extraneous, but I don't know what you would do with it otherwise. That's true. Um, but... It just that the fact that every aspect of the episode seemed just to take the maximum amount of time that it could. And mm-hmm. there's like a lot of scenes of like people like walking and having very long conversations. And I, I didn't hate it, but it, w- it was the first time this season where I felt kind of bored. No, yeah. I didn't. But I just wish it had been split up because I would start an episode and be like, I have time for 45 minute episode. And I would look and it was like two hours and 42 seconds. Overall, I was happy with these final two episodes, but I think that it's made it also clearer to me that the writing is not great. I would say maybe it's not stupid, but it's not a particularly well-written show either. And it's not. And as the cast has gotten older, I think the division between the ones who are really good actors and the ones who are not is becoming pretty stark. And yeah, definitely uh, the, the actor who plays Will, I think, not I mean, he, he has kind of, I mean, a tough role because it is about this sort of like silent longing and he can't articulate what's wrong and, but he's not great. And well, um, he can articulate it through crying every fucking <laughs> scene. Literally the script has to say, Will cries. Every but time I just he's heard- on camera. From from a youth that Will is blowing up right now. So No, he's not apparently... blowing up right now. Well, I think I know what this is about. Okay, what happened? Doja Cat. Oh yeah. DM'd I'm familiar Will. with Doja Cat. Uh-huh. DM'd real Will. Will actor. Not the character. No, it's not. Not the character. <laughs> that would be cool though. Doja Cat exists in Hawkins in the eighties. Um so she DM'd him and asked him to hook her up with Eddie, the character, the actor who plays Eddie, because she thought oh. he was cute. And then Will made a TikTok about it. <laughs> Super fucked up. That wow, he really blew up the spot. That is, yeah, uh... he blew it up big. And then Doja Cat also did like a live TikTok. You see how engrossed I am with Stranger Things? Now? Yes. And then she made a TikTok where she was like, so he's a kid and like kids are stupid and kids make mistakes. Like he uh-huh. can't be older than 21 and like he'll learn from this, but also like fuck him. And like, that was so terrible. So like there's been an entire 
entertainment cycle. industry news cycle dedicated to her being into Eddie and Will blowing up the spot. And is Will a bad guy or is Will a, just a kid? And like, what the fuck? Well, so, but what does Joseph Quinn think about all of this? Is he Who's like Joseph Quinn, Eddie? Eddie. Is he like, well, the, you, at you the last time shit? I read about it, at the last time I read about it, he had said nothing. Oh, he's so he could British. have like a secret girlfriend or something. I, I mean, I think the other thing is that Noah Schnapp is one of the most, he's the actor who plays Will, he's one of the most online of the actors, which I think mm. is a terrible mistake. It's a bad <laughs> idea, always. But it's also why people sort of are, I think, a little bit more aware of him. Um, totally worthless. Kill him off. Maybe at some point he will be <laughs> a very great actor. No. In Stranger Things 4, he is not. I think it's fair to say. I don't think he will be. Did we ever I find mean, out whether they told him, like, you have to cut your hair like this because it's fucking stupid and we need you Oh, to I'm like sure that's I think idiot. it's fair to say that they did because when you what see him wanted. in pictures, he's not, like, styling it that yeah. way. He obviously, no. he himself doesn't want to be wearing a full mm. cut at 15 or whatever. And they dress him in a really horrible way, too. I mean, I think that's all intentional. Okay. I mean, and, and it is that he is supposed to be, like, very awkward and that's fine, but as a kid, He is awkward in person, though, obviously, by his moves with Doja Cat. As proven. Yeah. I mean, what? And Different like, that awkward, wasn't though. the beginning of his DMs with Doja Cat. Oh, my God. He had been DMing her like he was going to be Doja Cat's friend. Uh, and wait, he chose oh, he's to only trade 17, friendship though. with Doja Cat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, he may probably get you know. offline. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, also, Billy, Doja Cat, Brown like, don't, also... be, don't be DMing a 17 year old to ask for a that's sexual. That's probably connection. a bad call, too. Probably a bad call. I mean, I don't think anyone here is making great choices. I think Millie Bobby Brown, too. I mean, I agree with her. I think they should kill people off. Yeah. But have you guys seen her online presence? Let's just shit on real people for a minute. <laughs> great. So, let's, let's shit on real children. Let's, yes. <laughs> I mean, how she's got to be. She's like 20 she's, now, right? She's, yeah, I think she's, she's uh, over 18, 18 19. No, she is 18. Yeah. Age of consent. Here, Here we go. <laughs> now, yeah, what is so, it that you're free to say now? Listen, I think that she is. No, I, I have a lot of empathy for it and understanding for it because she's Millie Bobby Brown. She plays when 11. I was her age, she plays a superhero. I was in Stranger Things. And let me just say, I handled things a okay, lot better. Okay, I have sympathy for it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'll give you a reason to need some sympathy in a minute. Listen, she's like she's too big for her britches mm. like she posted something which i actually thought was funny because i thought it was like an outlier of her personality but now i realize it's actually par for the course of her personality which was like she shot a video of herself and then a video of her like double like her stand-in and like the music that was playing was like we are not alike like sit down or something <laughs> like it was very like it's just a person playing your stunt stand in like no reason to shit on them on social media oh. i mean like i'm the coolest because i'm actually her and she's not actually me blah, blah. and then she went out and was like the duffer brothers are sensitive sallies because they won't kill people like she's just high on her own supply a little bit i don't love yeah. that but i agree with her they should kill people so she's right she was like we tried to instance. take a group photo and there were so many people we couldn't even fit in the frame like get rid of some of these people yeah that's what I say every just rep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I know who I'm picking first. 
Daryl, do you have any other non-spoiler thoughts about the ending of season four? No, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, I kind of am glad they split it up the way they did. I feel like if they had put more of the episodes on that side of the two part, it would have been annoying. I think it was good that it was just like, okay, you just got to get through two more. And then it's like, they're very long, but it's just two more and then you go. And I did enjoy it again all the way through. It's just like the prospect of like a this is the running time it's just a lot these days to, to look at something like that and be like yeah i mean um yeah i think it was I, I thought like when they brought everybody together was again it did kind of make me think because what i had s- suspected in the first half was like why is there this b plot is it gonna do a lot for the a plot and to me it didn't or i guess the c plot whatever the russia story and to me, it was still like, I don't know that you needed this kind of complexity in this to make it really good. Um, so that I don't think was addressed, but overall very satisfying and I liked it. And I'm glad they're doing one more just because Jordan's thing. We like, need to end it. Need some answers. Some answers would be nice, but like for some more answers or whatever. But then also, yeah, let's just like, let's just end it. One more is right. Uh, don't go any more than that. The spinouts, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It sounds like Why they might do something super out? interesting. They're they're spinning something out. They're and doing they, it, yeah. They're very tight lipped about it, but like it sounds like it's not what you would expect, is what they keep saying. So we'll speaking see. of spinouts, before we move to spoilers, um, did you guys see the trailer for House of the Dragon? Yes. You weren't excited about it. I was not excited about it. Huh. The thing that made me the most excited was there was like a two-part uh, feature about the show in the Hollywood Reporter, and I thought made me made me more excited about the show than I was. But they're also very open about the fact that House of the they're, that they have all these different spinoff ideas, but this is the one that they're like, "Hey, you like Game of Thrones? Hey, you like Game of Thrones? Leave this that. is more Game of Thrones." <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I love Game of Shones. I, yeah, me too. When they shone, shone brightly. <laughs> but this is the one that's going to feel the most like the old show, which to me is like less interesting than doing something very different in the same world. Yeah. I think it's smart. Sure. I mean, I, from a commercial standpoint, it makes sense. Build a bridge. I may be more excited about the... Um, the Lord of the Rings one. Although I really, I don't think I've seen any trailers for that either. Or I have I yeah, I haven't seen trailers for that. And I have seen trailers for the Game of Thrones thing. I like that well, lore I'm more. About it. I'm but it's because I read those books and I never read any of the George R. R. Martin books. And I don't particularly care about that lore that much. But yeah. All right. Well, let's move into spoilers. So if you have not watched the entirety of Stranger Things 4, including part two, you should stop listening now. Um so maybe we'll start with the the first of two episodes, Papa, which uh, is largely about kind of getting things in place for the finale. And also kind of, at least for now, it seems like wrapping up Eleven's relationship with the character she calls Papa, the, the Matthew Modine character, who's the one who ran the lab, kind of tortured all these children. Um, and he, he seems to die, which I was happy about. Yeah. I fell asleep for that like 20 minute scene. Like Where four he dies? times. 
like four times like no joke like i rewind with the helicopter (laughs) yes yes like i don't know what played out like i they were in there and trying to get her out she was saying i'm ready and he said you're not ready and then he tricked her and she's in the room with him he says the other dude will die if you try to break out of here and then i fall asleep and then i wake up and she's like looking over him as he dies and that happened four times so I was like, I'm not meant to see this. <laughs> I don't know. My body it's... doesn't want to compute this consciously. <laughs> yeah. The, well, so, so she just like uses her powers to blast out or whatever. And Polarizer doesn't die. And then they're in a helicopter trying to shoot her because they're the like government agency that's just trying to kill her because they think she's the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they shoot him because he like, he jumps in the way of it doesn't he or does he just get accidentally no he just runs it? he's running like he oh, basically, yeah. and um it's pretty dumb of him because there's an element of like well you have this super powered person in your arms who you've like put a restraining thing on just let her fight the helicopter <laughs> don't yeah, yeah. like leave it she on and then run away while you're completely vulnerable that seems really stupid i mean yeah. under i mean uh, I have not been in a situation where government agents were shooting at me from a helicopter. I would probably panic too, but especially out in the desert, there wasn't any cover or anything. Yeah, not the best uh, choice for him. Yeah, and then they try to shoot her. They shoot the. Do they shoot the necklace, or does the necklace just go off? Or God, no, he he deactivates it. He gets shot. Oh yes, he and deactivates then, like, it. One of the die. last things he does is he deactivates it. So then she brings the helicopter down with her powers she mental powers it which is very the, cool the the funny thing about this scene is like the they gave a lot of time and lines to the helicopter like i feel like just more than they need to because they're saying stuff like got her there she is gonna put her down no oh yeah line her up and then you're just like what are you stop talking <laughs> you're talking too much we don't need these guys to be talking at all <laughs> except for like maybe am i clear and then like yes and then that's it and instead they I don't know. There was a lot of chatter from them, which is unnecessary. This is another one of those scenes where it's like, this is really going on. And maybe that's why you fell asleep during it. It's like, you could have gotten yeah. that across quicker. Right. That's the, I think, this season in a nutshell, but especially these last two episodes of, it's not like bad per se. It's just like, you could have done another draft where you cut 30 minutes yeah. of stuff out. It just wasn't necessary. Yeah. I think that like my brain knew, like, you're not going to learn anything new from this. He's dead she's out those are the key points yeah that's all there is and then he very tearfully says like you know you have to understand i did this for you i did it for, to protect you please say that you understand and she does not say she, she doesn't understands. say it which is yeah good. suck it i wanted him to get some kind of comeuppance because i found it i ugh, i don't like his character very despicable but i guess that's kind of the point I mean, he his comeuppance is he gets shot and she doesn't forgive him. Yeah, which is pretty good. Except, I mean, well, it depends, I guess, because he only he only has like one second to live with that realization that he's just dust. So, like, not really that much of a comeuppance, right? <laughs> pretty pretty sweet relief, pretty quickly. <laughs> but once that's wrapped up, then we kind of move into the finale, and the i mean some of this is set up in in the penultimate episode but the idea that the gang back in hawkins now has this plan where they're going to 
try to defeat Vecna or that basically it's going to lure more... Vecna and then distract him and then use the power of positivity. There's a lot going on in this plan. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, but part of the setup for it is also that they, they feel like they have to do it now because uh, Vecna has already opened. I forget if it's four, I think is the, the magic uh, number and they bring, he's already opened three portals. Yes. So the, the fourth will basically, he's open and minus one, whatever the number is. Yes. And they're on the last one. And he has to stop it. And then that, but then the other, the key part from the, the bringing the people together finally is like 11 knows this and realizes their plan will not work and has to come and save them. Right. And come has to come mentally and save them. She has right. to go through because she's on the other side of the country which is yeah. why they don't the idea of the finale is that our our cast is spread all across the world they're like on you know they're in indiana they're on the west coast and they're even in russia and then they still have to try to like work together to defeat vecna and the other monsters um and i thought oh, right. the, and it does come up that like they have to beat the uh amorphous swarm in russia to help weaken it for yeah. no good reason. There's the one that loose tenuous tie. Yeah, yeah, arbitrary. And the amorphous swarm has become tangible things they can kill, luckily, by like gluing into people or something. I think it brought like the demo dogs and other monsters back to life. It like flies yeah. into them and brings them back to life. I see. Right. Um, yeah. And then they're like, oh, if we hit, if we kill this here, it'll help. It'll help because it'll overall loosen i guess it's so a conglomerate dumb. They power like break out of a prison and break back into a prison it's like that we never should have been in russia funny, to begin though, with because they were like it was funny that they were, had spent all that time breaking out and they were like worth Let's it go though? back in no but i liked it for like a cheesy <laughs> like movie moment of like i guess we're fucking going back in like lock and load like that kind of thing is fun even though yeah it's very and he had stupid. a flamethrower yeah and even this stupid pilot gets a heroic moment. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't stand that dude. But <laughs> I will, I mean, like, again, put a bunch of people in peril. There's like a long, slow music playing. Vecna's like, you have lost. And everyone's almost dead. And I'm not shaking in my boots at all. What about Actually, for uh, the wrong. one the one emotional stakes? Well, I mean, a couple. So Eddie actually does die, which they just introduced him. I think that's too bad. Eddie could have replaced Jonathan. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I think it was dumb to have him die. And then I thought also this way he died was really dumb because he decides. There's no reason behind right, it. Right. So he and Dustin are, are serving as like the distraction to, to attract all the killer bats so that everyone else can go and attack Vecna, who's like in this weird trance. Because the demodogs are gone and it's like. Right. Bats are at the last line of defense for Vecna, but he has a lot of bats, so it seems like a <laughs> right. And then Eddie decides that he's gonna even rather than retreating, he's actually going to like be even more of a distraction. And so he gets on this bike and is biking away. And I think that if they were going to kill him, they should have just had the bats overtake him and kill him. But instead, he has this weird decision where he flashes back to the fact that he felt really bad about running away when. Uh, Chrissy died. had died at the Chrissy, beginning yeah. at, at the beginning of the season. And so he's like, no, I'm not going to run anymore. So I'm going to stand and fight the bats. 
which is so stupid. It's like, no, you're being incredibly heroic just by biking. You don't need to, like, you're probably going to die already. You don't need to, like, stay, be less effective as a distraction if you die more quickly um, just to, like, be like, oh, I didn't run away this time. I didn't run away. Like, it was, that was very silly. And also, like, it was meant to be really powerful, but, like, I don't remember Dustin and Eddie having, like, they almost treated it like Steve had died. Yes. And that's how Dustin's reaction was. That's right. it's not Steve. It's Eddie. They don't have, like, the I love you relationship. I guess, like, you're the only one there when someone's dying. You're going to be real nice, right? But, like... Mm -hmm. And no, they made the stakes by... seem real high for them. They really ramped up the closeness of their relationship. Like in the moment he dies. Yeah. Like yeah. they could have at least like built more into it, like in that episode, even. Yeah. I mean, they, they did have a scene in the episode before where when everyone's preparing for this. They were like, you guys uh, Dustin are the heroes. And, Dustin yeah. and Eddie are the ones together. And like Eddie gets sort of like emotional and says, like, never change. Um, right. And so I think they were trying to build that up, but I mean, obviously, and it's also just implied, right, that they've known each other for for this past year. That yeah, because they've been doing their little D and D group right. and everything. But you don't feel the weight of it. The weight. No. Uh, I mean, it, you you feel it somewhat just because the actor who plays I, Eddie is great. Eddie is a great yes. character. But yeah, I like, feel it don't... more for the work they did around the character and the actor himself than around anything to do with Dustin because they just they did a good story for him like he has a good arc contained within the season just on its own right like and and everything surrounding his upbringing what you learn of it and the difficulties and how he feels in uh, the social strata of the town and everything is like that that's what you feel sad and regretful for is like just his life and how it unfolded and everything and then like but it's like it's a little like pocket episode It's like a pocket story basically because it's like it only exists in the confines of the season it doesn't have any deeper connection to anything else right but um really well done in and of itself but then yeah there it's like okay well yeah if you were going to kill somebody i, I would have guessed it was this guy because i just met him um and then they're like oh you're gonna kill the other one too that's cool because she's been around for a bit longer and then they're like actually actually mean max yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna snap her limbs or whatever in a real gross way, and then be like, "Oh, we brought her back to life through the power of eleven. Now she has that power too." Yeah, now she can do that all of a sudden. She's like a Superman. She's becoming I mean, like the. Argue, how strong do we need her to be? Well, you might strong. argue though that like her telekinesis could allow her to like pump Max's heart pump all the blood back into it and make the brains go again. Yeah, I mean, the telekinesis is basically magic anyway. I I didn't have a problem (laughs) with that. To me, it doesn't make sense that her broken bones would kill her instantly either, but... No, that didn't. It was all the blood hemorrhaging, I think, that was the main part, because she's, you know, bleeds out of her eyes. I I think it's also implied that it's like a psychological thing that essentially all of his victims just give up. And so somehow... give up from all the gross inner inside (laughs) twisting. But I mean, that's why it also takes it like the thing about well, so waits, much just be killed where he like waits, you know, many days and all of that, that it's as much a psychological process as it is a really gross and gnarly physical one. Yeah. Um, but it's bullshit for Max to die of all people. Like, yeah. Again, it would, I think Jonathan you, will. No one would accept that if Max died. Well, she might. She's not going to. There's no good. way. There's no way. No, no. She's gonna die. 
there's a zero percent chance. I mean, <laughs> maybe in the in the series finale, but she is this coma is not going to kill her. That is what that if is she's absolutely pressured? Not in hell what if happen. the Duffer brothers are pressured and they just they would like not? I mean, by Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> high on her own supply, just throwing elbows. In I'm in charge room. now. Kill some of these bitches. <laughs> not me, obviously. I'm eleven. My takeaway from the season is that Sadie Sink is by far the MVP, and like oh, the, yeah. the moment when I like felt the most like invested in the show. I mean, obviously like people talk about um, episode four. Is that Max? Yeah, Max, yeah. Yeah. Um, And like, you know, the running up that hill moment is kind of the defining moment of the season, um, which are the kind of like beat to the ground because you keep hearing the song over and over again. They put it in the the trailer and all that. But like, similarly, like, even though you know that Max isn't going to die, like that scene where she is like, I don't, like I'm not ready to die is like to me like just so harrowing. Oh yeah, it's brutal. It's like it's amazing. I actually still thought at that point that she was going to die, and then when they undid it, I was just like, "You fucking cowards! You cowards!" But I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that yeah, just, she's an amazing actress, and yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think that if if I were really Bobby Brown gunning for somebody, I would be gunning for the yeah. person who's be like, I don't think she did it that great the job. show from you. That's just what she should be saying in media interviews, like. I think she should die. I don't think she's that good of an actor. (laughs) Well, Will was with her, whatever, Noah, was with her when she did that interview. And she was like, what, you don't want to get killed off? He was like, maybe at the end, like, but no, I don't want Will to die. I just want to She was like, okay, (laughs) you say so. (laughs) She's a real bitch. Heartless. Well, it's also the thing of, I don't think you should say that if you're the person who's definitely not going to get killed off, at least. Until yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if she gets killed off, then Hawkins falls, which again, right. very Game of Thrones, if the Duffer brothers want to go that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's an, a version of the finale where she sacrifices herself to save everyone. But yeah, although they've already done that finale at the end of season one. so How come there's no cute animal um, like sidekicks in this? That's my one complaint. I don't know. Animal sidekicks? Yeah, like they need like a little fuzzy like. I didn't feel bothered by that. I feel like it could be an alien. Maybe it's like the one good alien from the Upside Down and it's like it's like Quizark. And they're like, oh, Quizark's here too. And then it goes like, (laughs) Quizark. (laughs) Then it would be, then it would be perfect. That would save the show for me. It's just a suggestion. Kind of like when Dustin raised a Demodog. Oh yeah, that kind of happened. Yeah, that's right. But it should be really cute and have big eyes. Well, it was I cute when it was little. Too. Jesus. <laughs> but so then it was I've like forgotten. ate the cat, and he was like, "I think something's wrong with this little <laughs> lizard that I discovered." Yeah. Okay. Maybe they did it all right. Maybe. Uh, see, Zephyr Brothers, they got it. They got it all down. Let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that are revealed in the finale. One, one which I think we talked touched on a little bit is you see this backstory for Vecna slash one where he first enters the upside down, which when he gets there does not look as sort of apocalyptic and scary. Although, I mean, it's like a wasteland, but, um, and it's because up until this point, the assumption was the mind flayer was the main villain and Vecna was sort of his, as they call him, sort of the five-star general. And I think then it's sort of implied very heavily in the finale that actually Vecna came and his, consciousness animated everything and he's been the one who's been driving everything that everything bad that's happened all along yes yeah he basically takes the blame well like 
accountability for. I was the mind flayer. I was the demodogs. I was the one who got Billy to come and try to take your powers from you so that I could create gates. Like this has been, I've been working on this plan a while. Yeah. And he's like glad for it because he thinks it's like a opportunity to fully realize his power and ability, right? Like he thanks Eleven for doing it because it's like, oh, man, like I never would have discovered this previously, right? Although her process like does strip away his skin and make him into this weird, gross. He seems guy. fine with it. He was like, he I like being kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. So to prepare for this role, Jamie Campbell Bauer said, I would take photographs of each victim. I'd print them off my next victim and I would cross their eyes out and put them up on my wall and I'd stare at them. <laughs> what? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I think the actor is very good as uh, when he plays one and that switch in when you realize that he's actually evil. Is mm. he's like great at that. I would say that, I mean, it's cool that they actually had him in the suit and in the makeup and it wasn't yeah, just that's a true. CGI monster, but like, I don't know that that's like an amazing performance. He's fine. Like when he stands around in the suit, he's like, ah, oh, I'm evil. That's, that's basically all there is to it. I don't, I'm not, I was going to say it's very hard to like do that well, but I think it's the opposite. It's like hard to not do that well. It's like, you're a gross, scary monster. Like it's scary and we get it right. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of an equivalent, but. I guess like the only thing even close would be James Brolin as Thanos, but that doesn't count because that was like wonderful, but also the budget for the CGI alone for James Brolin's as face as Thanos was probably the whole budget for Stranger Things this season. Maybe, right? although I mean, Stranger Things is, I'm, I'm pretty it sure is very expensive. Point is, like it, maybe not as, as expensive as Lord of the Rings, but other than that, probably the most expensive show on television. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and again, well, part of it is because they made a decision not to do CG or not to, to do primarily CG. And they decided to do him as a practical effect, which I yeah. think is great. And I love that. And I think it works well. The problem is that there's still so much CG that you kind of it doesn't it still feel has that feeling of CGI where everything is just kind of this digital smudge and you don't really believe it's there. Yeah, well, the world is really hard to. I think the world when they do, when they are contained and they were really good about this in the early seasons when they were contained to like sound stages that were just like the inverse of the the houses and the rooms like that was easy to make credible but when you're do it dealing with like wide open spaces in the upside down I feel like it's starts to look very like you said like oh yeah right you guys are in a CGI world just enjoying the cool CGI stuff or whatever right but I liked him. I thought the I thought the makeup for him was good. Many many hours of makeup, I imagine. So after they finally defeat him, um, Max is in a coma. Eddie's dead, but otherwise it seems like kind of a kind of a happy ending. There's an incredibly long coda where, mm -hmm. like for like twenty minutes, you just kind of have scenes of people being sad, essentially. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, a reunion, some, some characters who have been dealing separated. with like the town being all fucked up too. And they're just, like, I like that. That I like. Yeah, we live in like... this bad town now. Come to this, come to the gym, come to the <laughs> school gym for relief. We're making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're finally letting her hook up with her girl. I mean, that hasn't happened yet, but we can imagine it will. We're going five, there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Robin. 
Does she actually break up with her boyfriend, the love interest girl? Yeah, she said she did. Yeah, okay. At the end when they're making PBJs. Or maybe she didn't. Maybe she just said she was mad at him. But either way, it's going to happen. Although for a minute, I was thrown off because I was like, screw her. She's out of here because she's got a boyfriend. She's not being true to herself. Let's forget about her. And then when they walked in, it looked like the lady who was like getting them set up to volunteer might also be gay. And I was like, mm. let's go, Robin. Let's get her. <laughs> but then other girl they just went back around. to the other. One. Yeah. yeah. I thought that would have been more interesting. Duffer brothers. But then after the and like 11 and Hopper have a reunion, which I thought was really well done and affecting. Um, yeah. Then they're like, oh, surprise. Uh, Vecna is still alive. And then the upside down starts to bleed into Hawkins anyway. And it's a cliffhanger ending for season five. Yes. And what's his name? Is like still a conduit for the upside down again. Will. Right? Will. Yeah. Which I was kind of like, oh, no, they're just trying to make Will important again. Which, for all the reasons we've described during this episode, I don't want, don't need to see more of him in the last season. But it seems like we will. Uh, yeah, but I do like the fact that it's like now undeniably part of it. That will be an interesting dimension because it's not just like them running around being like, "We have, we're kids and we got to save this thing that nobody else knows about because it just doesn't exist." Except these government agencies know about it, but they don't want to tell anybody about it either. And now you're like, "Oh yeah, like it's right there. Like you can just look at it." They're still trying to deny it and be like, "It was just an earthquake," but at least everybody in the town knows something fucked up is going on, right? Yeah, hopefully you don't have that dynamic of like. Why won't anyone believe us? Shucks, we're just these kids. We just got to do it on our own. Shucks. What's his face died? That stupid blonde basketball player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And he died in a really gnarly way, too. That, like, the. the he was um, part of the gate. The, yeah. And then it just, like, cuts him in half, basically, with a lot. Oh, yeah. And you can yeah, hear him was, screaming. That was good. It's good that you can hear him screaming. He was. <laughs> I, <laughs> he was a character where I felt very bad for him i think over the course of really? the show i don't know i felt like i don't know he was we have room he started off with... for that archetype really <laughs> he had he was like he just wanted to care about chrissy in the beginning didn't he just, yeah just and to... himself i mean yeah. even i love you chrissy was just meant to be like don't you all love me look how sweet and good i am look at my blonde hair my basketball yeah. outfit and then he went on to say like hawkins has been through a tough year so when we were down by five points last night i told the team to do it for hawkins because all those people that died it's like you are always misguided sir that was a and really you always line. think you're right yeah. you think you're right but you're always wrong and those are the ones that deserve to be swallowed up by a gate that's true. I mean, I think yeah. that was everybody was supposed to feel like he probably deserved his little skate. Yeah, I didn't feel bad for him. Yeah. Like, Get out of here. You're like a fly buzzing around when people are actually trying to do real work. Well, and he's doing awful shit. He's trying to kill that guy, that one guy. Yeah, and he's just lost. Like, yeah. I don't feel bad for people who are lost and they're like, you know oh, I wonder if I'm right or wrong. Let's go investigate this and get answers. Not people who are like, there's no way I'm wrong, so I should probably kill people. I should mm -hmm. probably just kill some people, some little children. Just kill them all. Nobody else is going to do it. I'll do it. But they I'll can, do it. you know I'm what? It's a perversion. The job. That's what they do. That's the same. 
Hmm? It's the same as the kids. Same as the kids. They're just little vigilantes too, aren't they? But they're right. They do have information that no one else has. I forget what happens to the other Russians. Are any of them still around? Yeah, they survive. Well, there's the comrade. The yeah. They come back in the end. They visit L. Remember when they're cleaning up? A girl. A girl has no name. That guy. He's still there. He's great. He is great. Enzo. Uh, Enzo. His character. That's not his real name though. What's his name from Game of Thrones? Oh, no. Jock and Hagar. Jock and Hagar. I see. Yeah. Yeah, he's wonderful. So I kind of hope he comes around. Maybe. I mean, ideally next season he kills Hopper. Um, Maybe Hopper. <laughs> okay. Hopper wow. gets corrupted and is like, "Oh, I'm the bad Hopper now. Vecna's in my brain." And then uh, Enzo has to kill him. Out of and it's sad, but you know he had to do it. And uh, they kill Will too for some reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to help out the Duffer the Duffer boys. Give me those ideas. Some good ideas. Oh. I thought I missed Will's death. And I was like, how have you guys been letting me bitch about it this whole time? No, no, no. I'm saying in the future. This is what he wants to happen. Oh, this is your prediction? Well. His story notes, his suggestions. (laughs) His fanfic. Yeah, Yeah. exactly that. Yeah. Okay. Well, do we have final thoughts about Stranger Things 4? No, it's very good. Um, It's good. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm really surprised. I'm surprised that because it was such a such a high concept show. It's just amazing that it still has legs and still feels like it doesn't even feel like it's like trying too hard or anything. It's like, well, part of the shit good. that bothered me so much about it, which was like not understanding where any of this mess was coming from. It's probably what has allowed it to go for five seasons because we're yeah. only now just getting to the bottom of things but like i don't have the patience for that shit other people do yeah yeah i would not say that it's very good but i would say it's good after <laughs> i think yeah it's it's not uh there's a lot of things in towards the end that are pretty indulgent and messy but i still had a good time i'm glad the show exists and is a big hit and i'm excited for stranger things five but if yes. you have thoughts on Stranger Things 4, you can email us, info at originalcontentpodcast.com. That's info at originalcontentpodcast.com. Of course, we always appreciate it when you subscribe and leave us a positive review in Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice. You can also follow us on Twitter at Original Content. Thank you so much for listening. Daryl and Jordan, talk to you next week. Hey, right. I'm going to go watch some Game of Shown. <laughs>